Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. You, you, you. Oh, hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of this show and a human design reader. Welcome back to the show. And if you're new, welcome, welcome. Thank you for stopping to listen. So on this episode, we are going into some deeper topics that I want to talk about. And it's really interesting to do this because I just want to say first and foremost that The topic today is about the shadow of the light, and it has a lot to do with like love and light people, and then people who are shadow workers and stuff like that, and just kind of bringing a bit more energy to this topic to kind of just bring it to the forefront and speak on it. What I want to talk about really quick too is how the very first time I kind of discussed this topic was only on episode five of this podcast series. Uh, So a really long time ago, like over a year ago, and I just labeled it the darkness, okay, because I didn't know like what else to call it. And it's interesting to see all this time later that that's actually my least clicked on episode. It's like the least clicked on one for real. Like it's the lowest rated episode that I have. So it just kind of further confirmed a lot of what I've been feeling around this topic within the spiritual community. So I want to speak to this topic um, without, um, you know, mentioning any names or like talking about anybody particular. But basically, I want to just say that for a really long time, I was working with someone who is a high priestess and all of that. And this person is all light. Okay. Like all light. And everyone always knew that about the person that I used to work with. And it just really is so interesting how a lot had happened within her temple space and her community. And there was just people that she was bringing in within her community that were questionable and like, you know, no judgment, but they're just like really like kind of like 
obviously making everybody uncomfortable kind of thing. And so it was just always fascinating how she couldn't see it, right? Like she could never see the shadow in other people. It's just like she was blind to it. She was just all love and light. She couldn't see how some people were just kind of being weird or taking advantage of her or stuff like that. So that part was obvious to most most of us in the group. But we just kind of just marked it off like, oh, you know, she's all love and light. She just doesn't see it. You know, she doesn't see how this person's just getting her or just like, you know, trying to use her or something like that. Uh, she just doesn't see it. She's too nice, right? So I'm going to bring us bring this all back uh, full circle as to why I'm talking about this subject now. It's because I struggled for a really long time um, with the fact that I had no interest in, uh, you know, working with this person anymore or participating in ceremony with this person anymore, anything like that. I struggled for a really long time. Like I felt bad because I'm actually friends with this individual and like, I feel bad. And I'm like, Oh, no, like, I don't I just I feel like sad about it almost like I'm, I'm, you know, she had even reached out to me at one point and was like, Oh, is anything wrong? Are we okay? And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, like, it's just that, you know, especially as a manifesting generator, anytime I'm being called to something, I always know because I get my full body expansion, right? So I just chalked it off to I'm graduated from that temple space. And I'm not here to be involved in it anymore, because I'm in no longer is serving my spiritual growth, I've grown past or out of it, right? So I just kind of chalked it up to that. And, you know, a lot, and I, I just still carried it with me because she would always reach out and I feel bad. And like, I just don't want to um, participate or connect like that anymore. And a big part of it was because she seemed different to me. Okay, so like, it just seemed like this individual who always was all light just seemed to have this different thing about her going on after she had worked with somebody in who was really not that great of a person. It's almost like she sort of shifted after that, or she wasn't able to shake something after this really bad experience with working with someone else in her community who was not a good person, um, which she had since disconnected with that person. So uh, this I sounds confusing, I'm sorry. But what I really want to say here is I struggle with a long time um, with this whole thing, because I'm like, Oh, no, like, I just feel bad. Now, I also would feel like is something wrong with me, because I don't want to do this sort of like work with this person anymore. And they are really nice and everything, but like maybe something's wrong with me, right? Well, so I had a reading with a woman who's another high priestess and she really kind of very nicely broke it down to me. She's like, okay, she's like, listen, there's this big issue within the spiritual community around people who just want to be all love and light and don't know how to embrace the shadow of the light. And I found that super fascinating. I was like, okay, tell me more. So she goes deeper into how when you have journeyed right through the underworld, and you've had like those underworld experiences, you embrace your shadow, you know, you're not afraid of the darkness anymore. That's like really when you come full circle, um, especially as a shaman, a priestess, a holy woman, or anybody who's walked the path, right, and is able to really step into those higher realms, it's because they are no longer afraid of the darkness, because they know how to transmute and alchemize it. And they have this deeper knowing that the darkness is actually light that's 
temporarily lost. So now I'm getting into the second part of this story um, where I started really studying this energy, like darkness and the bifurcation and people believing that there's dark, like uh, a separation of the two things. And, and if you want to understand my beliefs behind uh, the darkness, then you could check out episode five where I get into it. And, and I talk in depth about how I feel about dark energy, light energy, blah, blah. I go really detailed and into it um, about how I feel. So I won't rehash all of that. But I will just say that I always had this knowing it was something that we are here to transmute and not be afraid of. It always was like strange to me how when we are were kids, how they programmed us to be afraid of darkness, like anything that was like spooky or scary or low vibe, they always had like all the scary music and undertones of darkness and stuff like that. That is programming, right? So I always found it fascinating. Like, why are they trying to program us uh, with darkness just for us to be afraid of it? So then after, you know, having ruminated around this whole thing with a sister friend of mine, and I felt bad about that whole thing. Then I talked to this other woman and she was able to clarify some things for me and me realizing I did actually just outgrow that space, not in a bad way, nothing bad, but I did just outgrow it. And this particular person maybe wasn't in the place of understanding how to bring the darkness to light. Okay. Cause they're just a love and lighter, which I, nothing against them. Everybody on their path, whatever. So I, I guess you can say have always kind of dealt with this, I like struggling to understand it because I was raised in, you know, Pentecostal Christian church where we're taught there's like a heaven and a hell and like we should be afraid of like the devil and Lucifer and all this stuff. And so there's all that programming, all the programming that we receive in our religious upbringing around the darkness. There's all of the programming that we receive, we receive it during Disney movies and stuff like that about what darkness means and it means you're a witch and like all this stuff and spells and you know the scary things I remember that I started but I didn't finish the book called spirit spirit hacking by shaman Durek. so I started this book like two years ago or a year ago and then I just never finished it so it's really funny how this all comes together for me right so I'm again I'm struggling with this for like a year feeling like I don't I'm not working with like anybody like I usually am always uh, working under a high priestess and I haven't been working under anybody for like a year and I was just kind of feeling lost there like you know I'm, I don't feel part like I want to be part of this lady's thing anymore but she's still a friend of mine she's still were asking where I'm at. Something seems off about her ever since her terrible experience with this person who is definitely infiltrated or something and they were working together. Fast forward to me, you know, hashing it out, talking it out with another woman, sister friend, high priestess. And she was able to explain to me that the, you know, the full circle is when you're able to go through the underworld, understand that dar- that the darkness is actually light and it's just temporarily lost and it needs to be brought back and reminded of its light. Kind of reminds me of, okay, sideline, but it kind of reminds me of Stranger Things when we, especially last season, when we, I I think the kid's name is Henry and just, you know, Henry was a kid, a human kid, right? Who then was taken over by darker energies and became, I think the, the, uh, they named it Vecna, right? Um, in Stranger Things. And 
it just is kind of like Vecna just needed to remember that he's actually Henry. He's he's just that little boy, that lost little boy who was actually, I think, just um, spiritually inclined and had psychic abilities and all of these things. So it was that remembrance that, okay, yeah, there is this idea that it's all scary and also that it's actually that we need to bring this energy alchemizing and bring it to the light. So like I mentioned about the book, uh, Spirit Hacking by Shaman Durek, I will link it below if you're interested. It's a fantastic read. I think that everybody who does the work that we do should read it at some point because it's just a very great read to be able to go through, uh, read how to hack all of these things. So I'm creating self-ceremony for myself, okay? And I just opened the book to this part that's all about how to transmute darkness to light. And it was just very simple. It's like, you don't need to get emotional about it. it. It literally walks you through the steps. It's like, don't get emotional about it because they feed off of that. Just, you know, it, it tells you how to do the whole thing. Like you stand there with your arms crossed, power stance, and you're just like, hey, remember who you are. You are a light and you take it into the light for it to alchemize. It's really the long story short there. But it was this remembrance, me reading that, right? Me reading that book and, and just so having to stumble across that page in perfect timing. It was this full circle for me in remembering that terrible imprint of fear of darkness from religious upbringings and movies and stuff like that. And then came this big sort of aha moment about how we, a lot of times we are so busy, you know, calling each other out on each other's darkness instead of calling in each other's light, right? Within within the spiritual community and everywhere else. Within religious cultures, it's like you're a sinner, right? Like if you do this thing, you're bad. Or if you wear all black, that must mean you're evil. Or all of these different things. Calling out each other's darkness instead of um, instead of calling in each other's light. And that's, I think, something I got from the, the Spirit Hacking book too with Shaman Durek. So I just wanted to discuss this on this podcast episode because this is something I'm currently like working through Um, because I do have, you know, a very close uh, family member who's working through a lot of this and I'm helping them work through a lot of this and it can be sort of difficult for me, right? Because there is this knowing that in the collective consciousness, there is still so much fear around lower vibrational energies that the the it, they still have power, right? They're still existing and they still have power. And I explained this in episode five. If you if you want to more deeply understand why I believe darker energies actually don't have power, like they don't have energetic power. Um, they're only powered and fueled by the fear that human beings uh, feed it through religion and through spiritual. So, and it's a pendulum is what it's called in reality transurfing, which I am a student of, and I won't get into the details of all of that. I explained it in that episode, but it's really about how we feed that energy through our fear. And that's the only way it is alive. That's the only way it exists is by us feeding that energy through us fearing it. So all of this to just say that as I'm helping you know, my family member work through some of these things with like entities and lower vibrational energies and stuff like that. I had to face my own fears around it, right? Like feeling like, ah, like, man, I feel like, you know, after working with this person, it can feel like I'm dealing with that kind of stuff now, but I know that it has no power if I don't give it power. And how can I work with these energies to help them to go to the light? And I just want to say, you know, on this episode, 
we do have the power. And this past sort of month, I was able to step more fully back into that by remembering that all I have to do is remember that this lower vibrational energy that could be bothering you in your life right now, anything that feels like an addiction or a weighing on you or feeling heavy on you, the key is to just not be afraid of it and know that all you have to do is talk straight to it and say, who are you? And do you serve love? Where do you come from? And you are actually light. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to leave you or anything like that. I'm just going to help you remember that you're love and walk it into the light. And it's so, I just wanted to share that on this podcast because it was so fascinating to me how easy it is. Because again, after I would, you know, be working with my family member who's working with this kind of stuff, I would kind of feel like a little icky after and stuff like, oh, I just feel like weighed down and like, what is this? And then I remembered, and that's when the Shaman Durek spirit hacking book came to me. And I just ended up on that page of how to, it's, it is a spirit hack that's literally the entire book is filled with spirit hacks, which is why I feel like anybody in this line of work should be have read that book because there's so many great tools in there. And when I read that page and a half, like simple, like four step process on how to confront any lower vibrational energy in your life and just say, Hey, who are you? Where do you come from? Who do you serve? And remind it that it is light, it is love, and walk it to the light. And the more I was doing that, the more free my energy became. And it was so simple. And I was like, oh my God, it reminded me that about episode five. I was like, oh my God. And then I look back at episode five only to see that it was the least clicked episode out of all the episode, probably because it was labeled the darkness and everybody is fucking inherently afraid of the darkness because we've been programmed that we should be afraid of it because it has some sort of power when actually it is light. It's just temporarily lost and it's our job to take it in into back into the light and alchemize that energy through the portal of light. So I just find so much power and freedom, energetic freedom as you know, whatever you want to call me, a light worker, priestess, shaman, woman, whatever, medicine woman, whatever, which people will call me all kinds of things. But like, honestly, under having that understanding, like there's nothing to be afraid of. If you are somebody who's dealing with heavier issues in your life, darkness in your life, know that there are tools that you can, you can use to help these energies to shift. And I highly recommend the spirit hacking book by Shaman Durek. Again, because it was just this remembrance, like, oh yeah, duh. It's not even fucking hard. It's easy. It's easy to help these guys um, shift on over to the light. And it's like, hey, Vecna, um, stop fucking around. You're actually Henry. Like, you remember, like, you're just this kid with spiritual abilities. And, you know, it's just nobody really helped you. And nobody really showed you how to use your special gifts. And so you got dark with that shit. So it's just this remembrance and this knowing ultimately in that I want to imprint in this episode that you have the power. There is nothing that can overcome you to where you're feeling like I'm overwhelmed with darkness or it's taking over and I have no control. Darkness is actually light that is temporarily lost. And it is the energy 
the idea even of the bifurcation of energy is ridiculous. And I kind of talk about this in in episode five too. So I don't want to super repeat it, but it's basically that everything is light. And the fact that we think that the source universe could have created any lower vibrational energies to create this beautiful earth is psychotic. There is no such thing. It's just like even the dark energies are high vibrational. And so that's where I was explaining in that previous episode that, you know, you can have high vibrational energy that's light and you can also have low vibrational energy that's light. And that really looks like light workers who are scamming people or using their gifts to hurt people or something like that. Or you can have high vibrational darkness, which looks like sacred boundaries and um, Kali Ma and like Durga and like the pitch black womb where you create the energy of creation with the black Madonna. Or you can have lower vibrational black or darkness, which is going to be like just being evil, right? And that's in the realm of like Lucifer and Satan and all that stuff. Those characters that were made up, literally made up by human beings to manifest this lower vibrational darkness onto the planet. And it's only through our belief systems that we continue to create this energy over and over and over again on planet Earth. And as I dive deeper into this topic and these energies, as I go deeper onto my path, my priestess path, I am overwhelmed with just the gratitude of knowing that we are just these all-powerful human beings and we are gods. That's why, you know, my show is called She's God because she is a god and he is a god and we are gods. And it's this deeper remembrance of that energy and the fact that we can transmute any lower vibrational energies that come onto our path and shift these energies into higher vibrational energies. And that is almost our job to do that, right? Um, As we're being presented with these things. So this is a shorter episode, but I really just wanted to provide something here because it's something that was almost like an epiphany to me where I saw, again, this really great friend of mine who seems like she's been sort of overtaken by this this darker energy and it's really like dude like you are just so loving lighty all the time that you can't see how you're overwhelmed with this and if you would just look at it right look at the shadow of the light understand there's nothing to fear there because if you just are being all love and lighty, then you're bypassing. If you would just look at the shadow of the light and say, I see you, I'm here with you, I'm not going to leave you, I invite you to go into the light because I want you to remember that you are light. You are not this heavy energy, lower vibrational energy. You are actually light. And it goes hand in hand with this previous episode that I did too. Um, if you caught the one with Mary Woods, where we were talking about social energy engineering and all of that shit. Like, I'm not going to get into that, but um, it goes hand in hand with that, right? Where it's kind of like understanding that within this world, with, with all of the things that are trying to come at us right now, right? The social engineering, the uh, fake bullshit that they always try to come at us with that's happening. And it's like, oh, be afraid of this now. Be afraid of this. They're constantly trying to throw something at us. It's about moving into a state of observation. Instead of screaming at the lower vibrational energy or violent protests or something like that, how about instead of stooping low into the lower vibrational energies, how about we hold, we become frequency 
holders, because that's what we are as light workers. We are frequency holders and decide with intention that we are going to hold our frequency and remind the lower vibrational energies that they are light. Because all that is creation is light. It doesn't matter if it's dark matter, it's still light. Okay, so it's all light. And anything that's lower vibrational on the planet right now is forgot that it is light. It is lost and it needs our help. It it needs us not to be afraid of it or not to be demeaning it or anything like that, but to say, hey, remember who you are. You are light and you are love. And I invite you to walk through this portal of light and become re-alchemized. And the more that I've done this with various spirits that, you know, try to come around me, the easier it becomes. I mean, it's insane once you remind them that they are light, they quickly jump into that portal of light and they turn into rainbow light body is what I've been shown. So I know this can be a heavier topic for some people and feel like what the hell are you talking about for some people, but I just want to remind you guys about this. And because there's a lot of shit that's going to continue to get thrown at us. Okay. Let's remember back to 2020 and all the fear tactics. Then I was awake through all that shit and I'm not trying to wear a fucking badge and say that I knew it all, but I didn't go it along with none of it. Okay. And if you want to be upset about that, that's fine. Like we can agree to disagree, but I didn't go along with not a one motherfucking thing they wanted me to do in 2020. Cause I could see what the fuck was happening and how they're trying to control us all with this bullshit and this fear and all of it. So all of that's going to try to come back around again. And you know, and we are aware though now, right? Like we we see the darkness, we see the lower vibrational energies, the fear, scarcity, lack all around us. Guess what? We are conduits. We're able to transmute that energy simply by holding our ground, you know, stand strong, be in a power pose before you talk to these lower vibrational energies and then say, I want you to remember your light. I want you to remember that you are good and you are not this lower vibrational energy. And I invite you to walk into the, through the portal of light and help these energies to become transmuted because I feel like that's another huge role that we're here to play. And I'm not saying this is for everybody, but I just think it should be in everyone's tool belt because at at some point in time, people are going to run into the fear that tries to come up, the heavier entities that try to put people through psychosis and depression and addiction and all these things. And we can handle that. It's not something to be afraid of anymore because we have the tools to do it. And we know now that we've been trying, they've been trying to program us from the time we were kids to be afraid of it. And we are no longer afraid of it. We are not afraid of it. And I know it takes time because there's still sometimes where things pop up and freak me the fuck out. And I'm like, whoa, and it like kind of freaks me out. But then I have to remember like, oh yeah, well my tool belt, what do I know how to do here? And then I go into my spirit hacks, which a lot of them I learned from the spirit hacking book. So again, I will link the book in the show notes to this episode, but I just wanted to hop on here and give you guys a little update about this, what I've been kind of working through lately, because I feel this energy not only popping up in my personal life, but coming up in the collective consciousness as well through the fear tactics that we see in 2020. But we know what to do now, right? And we know how to stand strong in who we who we are and the light that we bring and transmute this energy from darkness to light. Actually, I don't like using colors. <laughs> so 
from lower vibrational energy to higher vibrational energy. So I want to send any everyone, anyone, right? Anyone and everyone, uh, so much love. And I will see you on the very next episode of the She's a God podcast. Much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you. Thank you.